Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Said I'm all about it. Yeah, I'm all about it. Said I'm all about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Said I'm all about it. Yeah, I'm all about it. Said I'm all about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, everyone. And welcome. Welcome back to Hot and Messy Podcast. We are your hosts, Jason and Adam Newell. Hi, guys. Adam Newell, Adam Newell I, and Jason Barrett back again. Adam Newell. No, this is my tired voice because I'm not going to lie. This whole episode is dedicated to our experience at BravoCon. And we took BravoCon, but BravoCon kicked our asses. Kicked our asses. We are exhausted. And I have to say, before we get into this... Let's say we're we're doing something a little different today because we are putting this full episode up on video as well a little later this week. But um, if you've listened to it, you know, you can go check our video. We're going to post some photos and videos as well with it. So that will be fun. We are at YouTube slash YouTube.com slash hot messy podcast. So we're kind of recording this live, but not really. Yes, yes, exactly. And wow, I just don't even know where to begin. Like this was a very... Uh, Me neither. This was an incredible experience. So positive. I had three awkward run-ins that I have to share with you guys. But for the most part, we had an an experience that just felt like pandemonium. It was well, let's the most... go, let's start kind of at the beginning because remember we were invited with press passes. Those press passes later got revoked. I'm sure it had to do with the Jen Shaw interview if I'm, you know, being honest. And we actually decided to go. Uh, I actually worked it. And that was a lot of fun. And this whole experience, something that we thought wasn't going to be great. And we were like, why would people go? Why would people pay the money? Stuff like that. It actually turned out to be epic in every way, shape or form. This was one of the best weekends we've had like almost all year. I have to say too, I think it was honestly because of Emily D. Baker, the number one legal badass commentator on YouTube. Um, I called her because Jason and I were talking to one of the housewives and they said that they needed somebody to kind of help out with the booth or whatever the case was. And it's just a way to get in right now that we originally thought we were going, our passes were taken away. And then if you want to go, you have to pay. Right. So this was like, oh, you don't have to pay. Just come over and play at the booth. Okay, cool. So I called Emily and I said, are you going and she said, I'm absolutely going. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And she's like, you don't have a choice. You're going. And I was like, done. Let's go. Let's go. Let's. We have to go. I mean, these are the situations. These are the people you want to be around. This is what we cover all the time. Now, I, I mean, listen, we're friends with Caroline Stanbury for a while now. So when she said, hey, I need help with my booth. I'm coming from Dubai. Please, can you help us out? I jumped on it. I was like, we got it. My cousin and I are going to come work your booth for you. We'll set it up. We'll make it look cute. And we'll just have a good time. And those experiences, these memories that we just had this weekend are going to be there forever. They're going to live forever in a a part of my brain where I can like recap them every now and then. 
And at first, I didn't really want to say only because, you know, like for what we do on YouTube and the interviews and the people that we speak with, I never want it to come off like biased or we're hanging out with certain people. So then we're only talking positive about certain people because I think everybody deserves a fair shot. But when it came out on E! News that we were at lunch and this was the first day. So let's just kind of rewind for a second. Jason and I arrived into New York around the same time as his cousin who came in from Chicago, his cousin Jackie, who was helping him with the booth. This was on Thursday. Now on Thursday, since BravoCon started Friday, Saturday, or was Friday, Saturday and Sunday, on Thursday, everybody who had a booth had to show up, set up your booth, make sure all of the merch and stuff is out. So we head over and we go to the Javits Center and we show up and my phone is going off the hook. And I have Derek Sagami from NBC, Reality with Derek Z. I have him saying to me, um, he's like, where are you? Your plate, like there's a plate right here for you. And I was like, the fuck? I didn't know that I was supposed to be somewhere. Like, is my schedule that... What are you talking about? And then I get messages from some of the housewives and they're like, hello, we're at this restaurant right down the street. Where are you? Get here now. So I said to Jason, I was like, I'm going to go. And I looked so ridiculous. I looked like I had biker shorts on and I <laughs> we just got off of a plane. I look like death. And I show up and it's just a table of like housewives, nonchalantly, just all of them. I'm like, this is... You guys set me up for failure. <laughs> but it was on E! News after that. And I'm like, great. There's my biker shorts, my... You look like a... What did Caroline call you? A soul cycle instructor? She was so funny, you guys. Because she said to me, she's like... Listen, she's like, Adam, just show up. It doesn't matter what you look like. She's like, listen, darling, just show up. And I was like, it does matter what I look like, but okay. And then I show up and then we're hanging out. And I guess everybody just gets comfortable, right? And then finally she looks at me and she's like, oh my God, everybody look at him. He looks like a soul cycle instructor. <laughs> and then she had these boots on, these big white boots. And it was like an hour later, I was like, what are you going to ride a horse in those? And she's like, not verbatim, but like looked at me like, Bitch, that took you an hour. You got to get better than that if you're going to be in this world. <laughs> I started laughing. But Adam can never be a housewife. I can never be a housewife. But so fast forward to that night, right? What happened after that? I, I, It's such a blur. Okay. It's such a blur because we were there with uh, some of the Dubai ladies and, and Meredith and we had such a great time. Like it, this is crazy. And I'm going to get into this a little bit when we start talking about more of BravoCon. But well, let's go day after, by day, right? Afterwards, we went to we went to dinner at our favorite spot for a very long time, Joe Allen. Oh, we yes. met up with Emily D. Baker, some of our New York friends. My cousin was there. We had a great conversation. And then I found out I needed to be at the Javits Center at like the crack ass of dawn to set this this booth up, you know, and make it look cute. And I was like, well, I can't disappoint because I said I would do this. So I have to do it. And Jason doesn't do half-ass anything. We no, and we did bow out. My cousins and I were like, "I need sleep." That was a long day already. Flying in, you know, having lunch slash we were drinking at Joe Allen, and you know, having a great time. It's like okay, day one of BravoCon. I need to go home and rest. Right, and I just stayed out with our friends for. I think I was out only like another hour than yeah. later than you were. So that was like kind of a wrap on our first day. But then after that, let's cue day two. I wake up, there's no Jason, there's no Jackie. I slept in a little bit longer and Jason and Jackie end up going because they had to be at the Javits Center at like 7.30. So I call Emily and I'm like, hey, what time do you want to go? She said like 11 o'clock. She had an interview or something that she had to do at like 10.30. So her hotel was just like two or three down from us. 
And I went to go meet up with her. And then this is where the chaos like began. Emily and I went to BravoCon. We were walking around and it was pandemonium. Like I thought Emily was Bravo talent. She is. At this point, she is. Because she's walking around and we're walking through. And of course, you notice her. She has purple hair and she she is one of those people. She's always smiling and she kind of lights up a room, right? So we're walking through and you hear, Emily, like screaming, Emily D. Baker, I fucking love you. And then people, there was one guy who was like wasted, but like, I'm going to cry. And I was like, this is what is happening. <laughs> so it was just fun because all of our, and Emily kept saying this, this is all of our people. Because even though the podcast, and I don't even know if we're going to live by this anymore. We want this podcast to be about arts and everything in between and sometimes deviate away from Bravo. That it was is though. Point. It is. I mean, we talk about Bravo, but that is part of what we do. And Bravo is so intertwined in the entertainment world anyways. We're not going to like... We can't just... I, we can't like leave it behind We can't the ignore curtain. it. Yeah, we can't yeah, ignore it. Yeah, we're going to run into it. We have to own it. No. We have to and own it, it. On my way over to go see... Um, Emily, I get a photo from Jason. And he's like, <laughs> guess who I just ran into? And I was like, oh shit. Okay. The so I go. First person, the first person I saw at BravoCon or that actually saw me was Kempire. Yes. And he's like, hey, you. And I was like, oh, in person. We've like, never we, met him. We have worked with him for so long. I mean, more you, Adam, like for two plus years or two years. I don't even know at this point. I don't and know. when I saw him, I was like, this is so surreal. It's so surreal to see people in real life. Like to see their legs and everything that's not just a torso and a floating head. <laughs> you know, like that's because we're like essentially floating heads on here, We're just right? floating heads. That's, yeah, we're, that's all we are. We're just, so when you see people's like body and them interacting in person and how they walk and their posture, it's just, it's it's more weird to interact with people in person. And so Kempire and I were missing each other that whole day. We didn't even see each other. And you're like, you have to go find him and... You know, so we're running around and the first day of BravoCon, I'm not going to lie, was a shit show. Emily and I find ourselves at the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills panel. This was the same panel that everybody was talking about because Lisa Rinna walked out and literally got booed. The loudest boo I've ever heard. But there were people who were also praising her and applauding her. Guys, it was compared to the Fire Festival. And when I say crazy, unorganized, no crowd control... That's exactly what it was. And you could see people were running in. People were stomping all over each other. People were like pushing each other out of the way. Running over all the stanchions. It was it was insane. They and just, I wasn't even where you were. No. And what happened, Jason and Emily and I watched this. There was an organized line that looked like people said they were standing in it for two hours. As soon as they started letting people through the doors, for some reason... A lot of the crowd, they knocked down... What are they called? Stanchions? Stanchions, yeah. Stanchions. They knocked down the stanchions and started storming through the curtains and just like flying in. It was it was bizarre. It was the most ridiculous thing ever. So we sat there and watched that. And then Emily and I were running around. And then we found ourselves in the VIP parties at BravoCon. <laughs> so then I got addicted. I was just like, oh... All of it's like a concert, right? Like everybody's waiting, and then you have the curtains or whatever, and you know that the talent is behind the scenes and they're waiting for their time to come out. So they're either eating, drinking, hanging out with other talent. And once Emily went and I went in there, and everyone knew us, and I'm not trying to say like boasting myself, but we knew all of the housewives and all of the people for the most part. So we were just walking up to them and 
having fun, I was like, oh, I can't go back out to regular BravoCon because this is amazing. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is, is a different kind of BravoCon. This is a different experience. I do have to say, though, you know, I was talking with someone about this day two and three. They did a really good job of keeping things organized, clearing mm-hmm. rooms out. The panels were a lot you know, more structured you know, it, as security wise, because it was it did feel dangerous that first day because like no one knew what they were supposed to do. And it was just kind of a free for all. You know what else I found funny too? So for those of you who don't know, the Gansavort is a hotel in the meatpacking district. And Bravo booked out this entire hotel for all of their talent because they said that they want everyone to stay there. Something to the effect of, because it makes it more safe, which I would have thought it wouldn't make it more safe. I would have thought that would make it more of like a target for people who, if somebody was to be crazy, right? So... Everyone's staying at the Gansavort, which was really funny to hear from some of the Bravo talent because some were like, this is amazing. And other were, others were like, there's no fucking way I'm staying here at the Gansavort. Well, some, some housewives, I'm not going to say who, Left. walked into their room and walked straight out and booked a different hotel. <laughs> Lost a lot of money and just booked different hotels. They're like, there's no way. So the second night that we're there, which is technically the first, this is Friday, the first day of BravoCon, we're all hanging out. And then after BravoCon, what happened next, Jason? At, you know what's so funny is I can't remember anything. I went to watch What Happens Live. You went to watch What Happens Live. Okay, so my first day though, I'm doing the booth and everything. Like, it's, it's, it is what it is. It was fun. Actually, I had a, I would, had a great time because the booth next to us was um, Candy's booth. And on the other side was Gertie's and Karen Huger's booth. And Karen Huger used, was making appearances the whole, you know, the whole time in her she chair. Worked. She did work. She did get a little social media pushback, though, because they were charging for photos mm-hmm. uh, with Karen or her team was charging for photos like you have to cash app or Venmo or something like that. But then you have all the other housewives like, you know, Caroline coming over to the booth and stuff. She wouldn't charge anyone. She was like, if you want to take a photo, I can't force you to buy anything. But I feel like all of the housewives. Very, how do you say it? They were very approachable. Yeah, I went up to... So Kimpire and I backstage walked up to Karen and I said, I have to introduce myself and I have to tell you really quick, this, what you did, Karen was the only person who put like a director's chair in front of her booth and she just sat in that chair and she's like, I am not standing on my feet all day. I am going to sit here. I will sit here for three hours and say hi to everybody. And she did not move from that chair. And I was like, this is genius. And she's like, oh, thank you. And Kimpire and I took a photo with her that we'll post. But um, after that night, so Emily had tickets to watch What Happens Live. And I had tickets to the first Watch What Happens Live. And so we went in and I ran into James Kennedy and all the Vanderpump Rules people because everyone knows who knows us that we worked with them and yada, yada. So I see everybody lining up at the Manhattan Center, I think. And right, is that what it's called? Yeah, I think it's the Manhattan Center... I don't know if it's the Hammerstein Ballroom. Is that the same place? I'm not, I'm not sure. It's on 34th. I don't know, but there's eight floors. Okay. So the first two floors has everybody who bought tickets and they're getting ready and it's the crowd, right? So they're getting ready and they're filming or they're filling all of the seats. Then you go to the elevator and this is where the real party is. You go to the eighth floor and it's all of the housewives, all of the talent, everybody. There's hors d'oeuvres passed around. There's open bars. It's like, so Emily said, I'm going to go find my seat. And I was like, damn right you are. We're going up to the eighth floor. And she's like, wow, this is, this is a little different. So 
we're sitting up there and it was fun to watch. You get to see everything. They they called most of the talent down. So people were coming and going. And I'm sitting there and I was talking to Emily Simpson from Real Housewives of Orange County because both Emily's are friends and they talk to each other. And all of a sudden, Teresa Judice walks over to talk to Emily. And I introduced myself and I said, hi. She was so sweet. And then that's when like the chaos ensued. It was one after another because it was such a tight space. I walked up to Garcelle. We had a full conversation. I walked up and I was talking with Kathy Hilton. I saw Teddy Mellencamp and we talked about my comments of calling her boring, but also being good on the podcast, but also being really messy. It just... I came home with all of these stories. Oh, Captain Sandy and her wife. We're going to have them eventually one day. Well, we hope so. That's the goal. You never want to say you're going to have somebody on for an interview until you have it because it's like, don't count your chickens before they hatch, I think. But we're walking and I was talking to Emily and we're just talking to all of these random people, Larsa Pippen, Lala Kent. And then all of a sudden I see Chris Bassett. And I was like, oh, Chris. And if for guys, those of you who don't remember, yes. there was a big Twitter feud between Chris and Adam. Because I think what happened was you did an interview with Candace. It was a great interview. But then you did an interview with Monique. And that, I think that kind of pissed her off. But you also, I think, called her out for some things too. Yes. So, And we talked about this. We, because in my interview, I asked her about cancel culture and you know, the Vanderpump Rules cast being canceled, some of them. And I said, what do you think? And she said, yes, they should be. And then tweets of hers surfaced. So I did a video about it and it probably, it wasn't in Candace's favor. So then when I did my Fallon interview, Chris went on Twitter and said, listen, um, Fallon, I'm so happy for you that you did an interview. I wish you just wouldn't have done it with this fake fraudulent fuck. And I was like, <laughs> God. shots fired, right? So then it rolls on it keeps going then well, I mean, you want to defend your brand too you you know yeah. you're not you normally i stay have, silent and i don't engage no you and you shouldn't right because everything that we've tried to build to has been based around positivity and and kind of keeping it light and not so dramatic and not so whatever but sometimes you do have to stand up for yourself and you have to say you know what that's not right not when he says, you know, says he's going to punch you in the face. You know, well, like it was Twitter. almost my way of saying too, with for anybody, I don't engage, but you don't want me to engage. And I'm not saying like building myself up or anything, but I can play with you guys too. And I, I don't like to be that person. My The whole platform is based off of positivity and really trying to understand each other. So I reached out to him on Twitter and then this just spiraled out of control and everybody said things that they shouldn't have. So he said like, I'll, you know, I'll punch you in the face, something... So I walk up to him and I was like, hi. And Emily's like, don't go, don't go, don't go. And I was like, no, I have to get this out of the way. And I walk up and I was like, hi, do you, kn do you know me? And he's like, yeah, you're Adam. And I was like, yeah. And I said, I just want to say, I know that last time we spoke, you said that you said things, I said things, Candace said things. I want to squash that. And I want to apologize for any wrongdoing on my part. Is there any, do you accept it? Pretty much. Do you accept my apology? And then he apologized back and said, listen, it got out of control. And I was like, oh, okay, this kind of... You know how like when you have a weight off your shoulders? So then we're leaving. Everybody's leaving. Watch what happens live because the show ends. And you have sprinter vans, a line of them. And they're all picking up all of the housewives, all the Bravo talent. So we're getting ushered out, right? As we are, it's me and Emily. And <laughs> there's Shannon Bedore, Lisa Rinna, all of the everybody's there. 
and they keep you in sort of like a hallway before you go out there because there's a ton of paparazzi. And so Emily and I get ushered onto this van, the Sprinter van, and we're on with Kenya, Cynthia, Shannon Bador, Margaret Josephs, and other people too. I like PAs and talent. So I'm sitting there talking to Kenya about Dancing with the Stars and she loved it. We were living for it. And I said to Cynthia, I was like, I saw the divorce announcement and I'm going to find you. I said, you got me into my very first Mariah Carey after party in Beverly Hills. And she didn't, I don't think she remembered it, but I was like in Beverly Hills and you were the sweetest ever. So now it's my mission. I'm going back to Palm Beach County and I am finding you a new man. And she's like, <laughs> she's like, I don't want a new man right now. So I don't, I, go ahead, interject here. Oh, I, no, I just, I'm just listening to the story because I thought it was so, it was oh, so funny. It was, I just can't believe you ended up in a Sprinter van with like, Liz Shannon Bedore and uh, Margaret. I mean, we know Margaret, but that crazy. was the first night. The second night I was in with a totally different slew of people. But so then we get to the Gansevoort and everybody is going up to the top. I think I actually, I went back to Caroline Brooks um, and I was hanging out with her it, because a lot of the people were just changing, right? Because they were in their like, outfits and gowns and they were staying at that hotel. Right. So right. I went and met up. I went with Caroline and then we went up to the party and Emily was up there already talking with everyone. There's Andy Cohen. There's everybody there. I mean, every single person, it was for the talent, this party. There's boxes of pizza. This was So this was the party that Jen Shaw was at, that everybody started running wild with the speculations. And I cleared this up a little bit on my YouTube channel because they there were rumors, Jen Shaw crashed this party that she wasn't invited to, which was not true. She was originally brought on to come to BravoCon and she's already addressed this publicly, but she was originally invited and then she pled, she changed her plea around the same time that they were announcing the lineup and they removed her name. But after that, she still had tickets. She still had access. She still had everything. So she showed up, right? So I was talking with Jen a little bit, talking to Tamara and I come in and Emily's like just working the hell out of the room. And then I just made my rounds and... Finally, here's Candace. And I was like, oh shit. And oh, Emily's shit. like, no, no, no. She tried. She could not stop me. I was unstoppable. I told her, I said, I'm on the apology tour. I'm fixing everything. And I walk up to Candace and I just told her how I felt about everything. And I apologized for my part. And she was like, listen, I think it takes it takes balls. It takes balls to come up and I accept your apology. Thank you. So then I'm over and I work my way over to the pizza because I was like, who doesn't want a slice of cheese pizza? Right. So, so housewives, just alcohol and pizza. Yeah. That's that's yeah. what they get at the Bravo party. <laughs> and sliders, hot chicken sliders. Um, so then I see... All things Brooks. that we don't see them eat on television. Right. I mean, right. The pizza okay. was good, but you know. Um, then I see Brooks and this is Brooks Marks. And I start talking to him and there's this guy that comes over who's like harassing us. And the guy like comes over and he starts talking to both of us and he starts like rubbing all up on, you know, everybody. And just, he was very out of it. I don't want to assume what influence he was under, but just out of it. And I got in this weird kind of, I don't know, Brooks Marks, but I saw a very uncomfortable situation. And originally he was talking to Gia Judice. And then he walked away and I was talking with him. Then that's when this creeper guy came over and Meredith happened to be passing. And I grabbed Meredith and I was like, you gotta, you gotta get this guy away because it's not my job. But then, you know, I'm he's clearly uncomfortable. And that's where it sparked this great conversation where hopefully now I told Brooks, I said, 
I defended you and now you have to do my podcast. And he started <laughs> laughing. And then we end up continuing to work the room. And I was talking to Raquel and talking to Tom Schwartz and everybody like that. And I think I got home that night. What time did I get home at five o'clock in the morning? Yeah, it was like five o'clock in the morning. I remember because I had to skip out. You know, Jackie and I were so tired from this this like day at BravoCon. We were like, uh, I think we'll just uh, low-key hang out, go to dinner. <laughs> yeah, so that's exactly what they did. They went to bed at like 11. I come strolling in at like 5 o'clock in the morning. So then cue to the next day at BravoCon. Now we've hit Saturday. So we go in Saturday. Jason's working the booth. And this is where... Did I run into Kempire on Saturday or Sunday? I can't remember. I, this whole experience is mind blowing. Like, I need, I'm going to my photos right now just to see if I can skew together kind of what happened on, on every day. Saturday. What was Saturday like? I see, I don't even know. See, okay. I don't so even know. Saturday, I was running around with Emily. Oh, we were doing a lot of like hanging out with everybody backstage. We met Larsa Pippen. We met um, Marcus Jordan, Michael Jordan's son. So many people. I had two, three very awkward encounters. I walked up to one person who I thought was a f- an acquaintance, somebody who I've met over the years multiple times. And I walked up and I was like, hi, it's so good to see you. And he's like, you talk shit about me on your channel. And I said, I talk shit about you. And he said, yes. You said that my brand, the only people that I give free things to are celebrities. I'm, I'm going to leave it at that and people can piece it together if they want. Yeah. The only- I mean, just maybe Vanderpump Rules. There, there's yeah. another hit because you know what's so funny? It's like, but you're not a housewife. Yeah. Like, I don't know who you are. And I mean, I'm kind of a housewife, but yeah. Not you, no. <laughs> but I'm talking about this person. It's like, oh, you yeah. talk bad about your channel. We never talked bad about you on your channel. Or bad I said about that you. you give away shit to celebrities because that's the... F- that's fucking how it works anyways. Like if you have a big brand, it's almost like an influencer. You're giving the free shit to the people who can get the message out there more. They have a, a broader scope of reach, right? Mm-hmm. So I, at that point in my mind, I was just like, this is fucking ridiculous. I'm not even... Well, I just want to kind of tell you what BravoCon is like for anybody who's ever thinking about going. I'm going to say do it. Is it worth like... I don't know what those big VIP tickets were. $3,000 for three days to go to everything. No. I promise you, it's definitely not worth that. However, it's such an interesting experience because you actually interact with a lot of the talent. And even if you're not going to the panels or you don't get the big VIP ticket, there is a big stage in the main area. Those are free. You can see all the talent all day. I mean, Kathy Hilton did did that free stage and there's great lounges and bars. There was a below deck bar. There was a like a, car, a family karma lounge. Oh, Saturday was the below deck party. Yes. Yes. But that's then what it was. every housewife that wants to has a booth or a store where they make appearances throughout the day, every single day and where you can purchase their products or, or any kind of merch they have, uh, meet people. But the energy the energy was really nice. And this is something I, I have to admit because sometimes I go on Bravo like hard, but this was a great experience. You saw a lot of people just come together. It's like going to Comic-Con. People who like comics, they're going to come to Comic-Con. People who like Bravo, they come together, they get to interact, chat. We made 
so many new friends. We saw a lot of people we've never met before, like Kempire. We got to hang out with other creators like Emily D. Baker. In fact, she said something that was really, really interesting that I think they should implement next year. They should have a content creators lounge. Yes. A place where the talent can come in and like do interviews, talk, a place where people who watch these creators can go to also, I think, and 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 content create in this space. I think that would be amazing for people because sometimes people access these things through their favorite content creator. I mean, almost every content creator that I know that's affiliated in some way with the, the work that they put out is Bravo focused was literally there. And it was like, I'm walking past and there's faces by Bravo. There's Bravo, Bravo, King Bravo walking over here. We had the Bravo docket. The, the Bravo docket, yeah, yeah. Like everybody was there. So I do agree with her. I think that there should be a content creator lounge. But then really, honestly, the lounges are called like the... They had an SVIP lounge, but then they had like these green rooms. And the green rooms are like where you go and there's food and drinks and everybody's just hanging out there anyways. So we just went and we were hanging out. I, they, it wasn't a designated content creator lounge. It was just talent lounges. But I thought it was still... Yes, I agree with you, Emily. We need a content creator yeah, lounge. She's on to something there. She's, she's on to something. Saturday was one of my favorite days because Nina Ali, who I, I really do love on The Real Housewives of Dubai, came out to Caroline's booth and introduced herself to me, which made me feel like a freaking star. Okay, she came up. I just wanted to introduce myself to you. I watched you and Adam and it was really nice. So thanks, she's Nina. So beautiful. It made me so happy. She's so beautiful. I'm, I'm going to put a photo up right now for the the visual for YouTube. But it was such an interesting experience. And it's it's funny, you think these housewives are literally just doing nothing. They make appearances and it's easy. When you're backstage and you see the process of going to the green room, getting ready to do the panel, then right after the panel, you have to go make an appearance at your booth. And after that, you have to show up at this photo op. Then you need to go to another location for this other appearance you're making on Watch What Happens Live. It doesn't stop. So if I'm tired, from like standing on my feet all day, I can only imagine how they feel, especially when their glam starts at like, I don't know, crack ass of dawn. Yeah, You know, it's it's insane. But I watched so many housewives hustle. Right. Karen Huger, they came out to their booths. They were helping everyone sell merch. They were- Gina K. Yeah, everyone. Gina K was working, showing you her product. Candy had, I mean, listen- some very X-rated products next to us, which was really funny. She had funny. bedroom candy in the house. She had bedroom candy in the house. It was amazing. Um, it was interesting to watch. You know, the Karen they 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 put times for the ladies to come out, and they would stay there for maybe like thirty minutes, maybe forty five minutes. But Caroline came out with Sergio, and and they just worked the booth and taking photos and, and selling merch. And she would ask, well, how long do we have? And and the PR lady would be like, well, 45 minutes is what we kind of had. She's like, no, 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 no. I can do another hour. I'm like, another hour? Another hour of photos and merch and and saying hi to people? I think it's it so important. It sounds so though, because, simple, though. It's not. Yeah, but this is your chance to interact with your fans and and the people who watch you and the the people who support you. And I thought it was just really interesting when their time was done, some would stay. And not for attention, because they were working. They're hustlers. All those housewives are hard-ass workers. I, I walked away with that. You know, and sure. every time we would go to the back, I see like these little golf carts going by. And I see, there goes Sutton, <laughs> there goes Shannon. And it was like, because they the venue is so big. So when you're trying to hit your times to get to every single place, 
It's a little, it, it was, I can imagine it would be tough because they were doing panel after panel. There, listen, we saw some of the schedules of these ladies. It was ridiculous. And then I would have, I had a couple of people, I took photos with everybody who asked me for a photo, but people would run up and they're like, Adam, where's Jason? And hi. And just like, you know, talking. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm so socially awkward. Eh. And, and I was like, <laughs> no, this is how you engage and ask them what part of your content do you like? And I was like, thanks, Emily. I'm or what keep video you are you watching now? And what did you think about it? Or how do you yeah. feel about this situation? Oh, she can work the hell out of her room. Oh, yeah. Emily? Yes. yes. 100%. But I think one of my favorite parts about Saturday was to meet the below deck people. We got invited to a below deck party, you know, Anchor Watch. So Anchor Watch in the house. If I got in trouble. Just Anchor Watch. Why did you get in trouble? Remember, because the we were trying to figure out um, the uh, situation with grabbing a drink because they were sectioned off in this like small area. Oh, you did get in trouble. Yes, I was talking to the true. DJ and she had two bottles of champagne next to her with two glasses. And I said, we should pop this. And she's like, yeah, I think it's mine. Pop it. And I was like, okay. So I go to pop it and it was reserved for Captain Jason's birthday. And so oh. I'm go- going to pop this champagne and literally the manager runs over and goes, no, 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 no. And it was like a $350 bottle of champagne. And I'm like, oh, silly me. Oh, just go to the bar and order a drink. I was like, it was order? funny that night what? because, you know, we, uh, Josh and I jump on for Anchor Watch on your YouTube channel every week and we talk about Below Deck and they all watch it, which is, I can't even believe that. Um, but we met Kyle and Chef Dave and Z and a couple of other people from Below Deck. But that night, I think I looked at you, Adam, and I was like, I have to go. I'm no, tired. I looked at you and said that. I've hit a wall. We're done. I need sleep. I mean, at that point, I'm like, this would have been good enough. Just those two days. But then we had day three. And day three of BravoCon was the most exhausting, but also the most fun day. I think. Yes. So day three, everyone's dead. <laughs> right? Dead. I know so- we, we're waking up at like 7 a.m. We got home so late and my cousin and I are waking up at 7 like just trying to put ourselves together to get back to that convention center. I didn't wake up until like 11. And you got to sleep in. That was I got to sleep in. Yeah. And I woke up and I immediately went downstairs and I had a healthy breakfast of chicken tenders. And then (laughs) and then um, I came back upstairs and I reluctantly recorded pre-recorded three videos to put up for you guys. Um, on the YouTube channel just to kind of keep everybody in the loop of what's going on if you didn't already know. And I felt like I needed... I was like, I took two days off. I need to work. But then after that, I went around 12.30 to um, BravoCon to go meet up. And this time I went by myself because before Emily and I were just going together, but I knew she was busy. And Jason's sitting there with his cousin Jackie and she's sitting there and she's like, I'm helping out, but I really want to go play. And I asked Jason, I said, can we steal Jackie and go play? And she's like, yeah. Or Jason said, yeah. And I took Jackie to the back and she's like, oh my God, there's Margaret and Dolores and Tom Schwartz. And I'm like, "Have you, do you know them? And she's like, yeah, asshole. I know them. But meaning like, no. And I was like, let me introduce you. So I was introducing her to everybody and she was like a kid in a candy store, which I thought was so much fun. And then all of a sudden, I have somebody walk over to me with this thick Irish accent And he's like, I just want to say, you know, it's nice to meet you. We talk on Instagram. And I looked and it was Paul, Polly, Dolores' boyfriend, Polly. Oh, so nice. And I said, Dolores, um, we met at Pump a long time ago. You probably don't remember. But um, I just want to say hi and introduce myself. And she said, I know who you are. 
And I want to say you have been so kind to me on YouTube. And I was like, oh, thank God. After getting my ass ripped open by like three different people, I was like, this is something positive. And she, we just had such a great connection. I thought that that was really incredible because it was the people who I thought like I'm an idiot running up to and I'm like, hi, and introducing myself because we've talked before. It, it was a few of them who were like, shit, you know, like I don't like you. And then there are the people Wait, who... No, I want to know who those are. Okay, so... Because there, there was what, one or two, three? So there, there was one from OC. Okay. I'm not going to say names. But there was one from OC, and she lo- she gave me You're like. Can you give us a lemon? The, I think you just gave yourself one with that. Oh, okay. Okay. That's there. She gave me like just looked at me like, fuck off, and I was like, oh god. And Emily tried to make me feel better, and she's like, don't you think it's because she's busy? And I was like, yeah, let's chalk it up to she's busy. And then I walk in the back, and I saw Mama D, Mama D Simmons there. And Mama D was like, Adam, hi. And she's like, I remember you from doing your channel. And I was like, oh my God, it's so good to meet you in person. And then she's like, Deandra, you have to meet Adam. So I shook hands and met Deandra. And she's like, you got me fined. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, fucking what? What now? And Emily looks and she starts laughing like, God damn it, Adam. Like, what are you, <laughs> why? What are you doing? And she's like, because mom, Mama D didn't get permission to do the interview, but I don't think she thought she needed to. She's not contracted by Bravo, right? And we didn't talk about Dallas. We didn't talk about Housewives. We talked yeah, about... Yeah, that's true. And that's true, yeah. Yeah, and every time I do an interview, I specifically make sure not to step on Bravo's toes. So that was just another moment where I was like, shit. And then on Sunday, it was well, just... Well, you know what? You know how I feel is right now, whoever wants Dallas back, because one of the rumors going into BravoCon one of the announcements we thought was going to be was that the Real Housewives of Dallas were going to be announced and come back, I think maybe on Peacock streaming, something like that. Then we got word from a friend earlier who said that was not going to happen. Yeah. And, but they said, keep talking about it. Like if, and I think enough people talk about Dallas that actually want it back. You know, I've heard mixed reviews, but I would love to see like Tiffany Moon lead a cast coming in with Deandra and, and, get some other ladies in there. I think it'd be fun. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I think it's just a matter of time. And it's... they Listen, they have so many things. They announced so much this weekend. They announced or shared the trailer for Ultimate Girls Trip Season 3. Family Karma gave us the new trailer for that. I had the best time with the Family Karma crew. Bali, love her. Um, Brian Benny. I mean, all of them. Just absolutely incredible. They love, love, love Jason. And then... (laughs) I like to dance at their parties. I was talking with Lisa Hochstein about Miami and the trailer and everything because that came out and she's an absolute sweetheart. And I was like, I'm so sorry for all of the shit that you're dealing with right now. Did you get any consensus with the Miami ladies on how they feel about the season coming up? She Well, she told me. She said it's it's wild. And she said it's going to be hard to watch back. Like it's going to be... For her especially, because she's going through a divorce publicly, right? And then you have... It, it's almost like the he's moving her out and moving this new girl in. And she's 
thinking about her lifestyle, her marriage. She's talking about losing her best friend. She now has this random woman that she doesn't know potentially around her kids. Like stress the gout and you're recording all of it. So the Miami trailer came out and that was like a big deal. And then they announced the new cast of The Real Housewives of New York, which was also a big deal. So it's like... deal. And by the way, they look very like New York. I think we might have found a cast that kind of represents New York. We'd always been talking about that. But I'm just interested how they're going to do legacy because when some of these housewives were brought out, you know, into the the bazaar, which is the the center section with all the the booths and the main stage, you had like Luann come by, Jill Zarin, Dorinda, and people were flipping out. It's yeah. like we, it, it's people who love the Real Housewives of New York and still want to see those ladies. I'm glad that there's going to be a platform that supports that with you know legacy. Yeah, but I just wonder because there's no confirmed cast yet. Oh, no, well, kind they, of. Andy said that right. he's putting that on the back burner until they get this rolling. But the funny thing is, they introduced the new women, and the new women haven't even started filming yet. They start filming in like this fall. And then after they start filming, so they probably start filming like this month. And then they're saying that we're going to get them somewhere in 2023. But it was crazy to me that they introduced them without actually filming the season yet. So they come out holding these apples, you know, and they're like, hello. And we're like, well, what if your ass gets demoted? Is going to be, yeah, but what if you get demoted? You know, like, what if you're actually, what if you don't make? Well, if they're announcing a cast, they're not going to be demoted. Well, or they could even, even if you're a friend of, you're still a part of the cast. Um, But no, so that the last day was sort of a wild day. Everybody was just dead, and I that what that was the day that I ran into Kempire, and I actually got to meet him. And so Kempire and I, we were walking around and. I said to him, I was like, we need to... He's like, do you want to go to a panel or what are you doing? And we had a great conversation. I was like, yeah, let's go. Let's go like play in the back with everybody else. And he's like, huh? So then we go and we start running around. And that's when after we had um, Emily catch up with us. And we we just had the best time. He, It, it was fun to see because we got to see Chanel Ayan and Lisa Milan. I had a great conversation with Phaedra Parks. And then fast forward to the end of the night. So we went out to dinner and there was this last Watch What Happens Live party. So had tickets Wait, to the... Back what? up to the dinner because this was also one of the most fun moments. You know, we had we had really great dinners every night. Yeah. They were really special, all of them for all different reasons. But this night we got to have dinner with Emily, Kempire, you and me. And it was just us sitting, kind of talking about the weekend. It was a chance to cool down and recuperate for like just five minutes. You guys are not troopers though, because you guys no. were Emily all and like... I, oh, we all did. Right. Everybody was yeah, like, yeah. I'm I'm done. I'm tired. And I'm messaging like the housewives and I'm like, what are we doing? And they're like, watch what happens live. And I was like, okay, see you in a minute. And so I said to Emily and Jason and Kempire, I said, do you guys want to go? Kempire was like, I'm tired. You guys were both like, I've hit a wall. And I said to um, Jason and everybody, I said, okay, so after Watch What Happens Live, that's the party. Meet us at the after-after party back at the Gansevoort. And they're like, okay, so we're going to meet you at the after-after party. And Jason's like, you don't just like walk in last minute and think that you get a seat. And I was like, no, I'm, uh- I- I'm doing it. So I walk in and I talked to the PA and I said, where is so-and-so? I'm not going to say whose name it was, but where's so-and-so? And they said, okay, they're getting ready and ushered me like to the front. And then I said, 
well, do we, there's no seats up here. So they start putting seats in the front row for us in front of the front row, which now became the second row. And I'm just hanging out with everybody in the front, front row. And I'm like, this is wild. And then I'm sitting there talking to this woman. And she said, hi, I'm um, Jason Sudeikis' mom. And I'm like, what the hell? Of course you are. And then, you know, we got to watch the Watch What Happens Live and it was fun. There were like catty moments and stuff. There of were course, great moments that night. It was great the moments. Shade Assassins panel. So there's going to be, you know. And um, then we start leaving and everybody's getting ushered into these sprinter vans again, right? Same place, Manhattan Theater, back to the Gansevoort. And I get ushered into this van and all of a sudden I look and I'm like, oh my God, it's, I'm sitting next to Dr. Heavenly from Married to Medicine. Brandy Glanville's right in front of me. Phaedra's right next to her. And I'm like, what is this? What is this life? And Jason and Emily were at the hotel already waiting, like hanging out and people started coming in. And then I don't want to, of course, because you, now at this point you make these relationships with the everyone. But we were just hanging out at a table and it was like, 10 housewives just having housewives talking about nothing to do with housewives nothing we ordered pizza or somebody ordered pizza for everyone which was a great idea we had so much fun yeah and just completely exhausted when you said you were going there emily and i were like we need to refresh we are we need to rally i don't know how we're it's gonna the last night it's the last night and we we actually we actually kind of got in in a funny way too we just kind of waltzed in <laughs> so that was that was oh when i I thought it was so funny because when our sprinter van arrived, um, Brandy said, she looked at Phaedra and she's like, girl, we're going to catch. And she's like, I thought we were going to the rooftop. She's like, no, we'll go there after. We're going to catch. And so they end up going and there's lines of people and they're like, wah! And like paparazzi and fans because they all know that everyone's staying at the Gansevoir. And I get out and they're all like flashing and they look and it's like, oh... <laughs> that's not who we were looking for and I was like I don't fucking care I just want to get up to the top so then I'm walking around and that's when we were sitting there and we were talking with um, O'Malley um, yeah O'Malley yeah Bali's family karma Bali's guy and then um, sat there talking with Brandy and Brandy I forgot what she asked me she's like do can you I forgot what it was she's like are you to be trusted are you not to be oh she said you have eyes that I don't trust that's what she said and then you told her well, no one trusts you, so who cares? Yeah, but she, we were just, it was funny joking banter. Yeah. And we actually had a great conversation, a great time. And I said, I have been dying to get you on the channel. And I thought she was so sweet. Brandy was, she was really sweet. I've met Brandy before in the past, though, at, when I was working at Sir. It was yeah, just like, who was I at the time? I was a host. I mean, who am I now? But I'm just saying, like, I didn't have the opportunity to really walk up to her, you know? And then um, we were just going around and, having these different conversations and again, just not to give away too much, but just a fun way to end off the night. And we ended up closing down the place with everybody paying the bill, watching a couple people get kicked out. And then we left and we went and home left and, and we, we woke up, tried to sleep. Yeah. We tried and to I sleep. I woke up and I think I was still definitely uh, intoxicated, maybe possibly not sure. Allegedly, but <laughs> I woke up and I was like looking at our disaster of a room. How the hell am I going to pack all this? But listen, before we get into things, I do want to let people know what BravoCon is like kind of day by day. Like if you're going to go to BravoCon, you definitely want to be there more than one day. 
Yeah, for sure. I think the first day as early as you can get is a great time to be there. Saturday is the biggest day. They they do like a fun panel on Friday, but Saturday is like a big, busy day. It's so much fun. Yeah. But then on the third day, come as late as possible. And the, there's like the last 30 to 45 minutes of the hour when people still have merch at their booths and and stuff like that. We sold out of everything at Caroline's booth. I mean, I'm wearing a shirt right now. Horrible human. Horrible human. You're and, a horrible human. It's <laughs> Sergio it, calls Caroline. It honestly, and two, I want to say this really quick. But wait, wait, because but oh. they start they start discounting merch like by more than half. So if you are there on that day, I don't know if they would do it next year, but some of them it costs so much to ship merch everywhere and you really don't know what if you're going to sell out like the first two days or the third day you're going to have too much but it's definitely worth the wander for sure that's just a little little inside secret info for you guys if you want to save a buck on some merch or get some freebie handouts from like tresemme or, or oh my gosh i you know i went to town at tresemme you went to um, town I don't know why, because I don't even think we brought any we of it back. Even, well, we couldn't even pack it. Our bags were so full. We were like definitely over in our luggage. It was... De- Jason asked me, he's like, go get me avocado toast and a coffee and I'm going to pack. I need you out of this room. And I was like, okay, bye. Because I looked at it and I was like, hurricane something has hit yeah. this room. Everything everything was scattered everywhere. <clears throat> Jason and I way overpacked. We had like 15 pairs of shoes with us, all these outfits, which we I think only wore like three outfits the whole time. There was no time to change. It was there like was you no... just had to go. It is an exhausting weekend. An exhausting weekend. It was. And you know, with that, like just the whole experience, would I recommend it? Yes, absolutely. Did we make incredible connections? 100%. Some of my favorite memories, getting to meet content creators that I wouldn't necessarily have got to meet in person and just getting to play was just... I was here for it. I thought it was so much fun. So... 10 out of 10, I would recommend doing BravoCon. And I know for those of you listening, it doesn't matter. But for those of you who are watching YouTube, we had no chance to do anything while we were there other than BravoCon. I didn't even charge my camera. And so when it dies on you here in 30 seconds, I just want to say, I love you guys with my face on it. And then I'll just be audio. I won't be a floating head. Do you know what my biggest takeaway of Real Housewives... or Sorry, Real Housewives of BravoCon was? What? Giselle Bryant is so fucking gorgeous. She is stunning. Oh my like, gosh. I got to introduce you to Drew. Oh yeah. I met Drew Sedora. Yeah. Who else did I meet? Larsa. I met so many different people than you and you have still more stories to tell me from what happened. <laughs> Vice versa as well. I spent most of my time, you know, at the booth or with Caroline or, or something. And this was just, I know I, we're going to sound so repetitive on this podcast, but it was just an amazing experience. And for sure. you know, you know what was funny about this too? There goes the camera. There goes the um, camera. There goes... I'm okay with that. Um, you know what was <laughs> funny about this too? There was another favorite moment that I had because I ran into Ramona and James Kennedy and I were in the bathroom and all of a sudden we're in the bathroom and you see somebody like coming out and they're like, excuse me, get out of the way, excuse me. And I'm like, what the f- is happening right now? What is this? Like she, a- she was in the men's room, right? Yes. She was just... I think she just had to use the restroom. But... And it was... To be fair, it was... a private party so it's everybody was safe in that space that's why they had everybody on the eighth floor it wasn't like there weren't fans there you know like even though i'm still a fan of some of these people like it's not i'm not running up like take a photo with me you know because it was when you watch people get ushered through you see so many people yanking at them crying screaming pushing 
That's oh, why, it, like, it's complete pandemonium. Like it's insane to see. And we talked about this on an earlier podcast that like housewives nowadays are literally like A-list celebrities. And I'm not saying like the art of, you know, acting or, or, or whatever, but people go insane for, for housewives. Now, yeah. even we talked about on the podcast with Evan Reel uh, from page six, that housewives are the biggest drive of page six. It's the most traffic they get are on housewives. You have A-list celebrities like Jennifer Lawrence, like Anthony Hopkins, like uh, John Hamm, like people who, who watch these shows. It's just insane to me that, that it has grown so big. It's like a mini little Hollywood in its own way. I was I just, for me, I was like, this is again, I, I, we are repetitive at this point, but I'm like, this is just, I'm blown away. Well, I'm glad your camera died because I'm super exhausted. I definitely have circles around my eyes. I can't wait to recoup and relax, but guys, we will be back on Friday with an amazing guest. Uh, and we have a we have a full lineup coming up on the podcast. So I'm glad if you are listening, go ahead and follow us on Apple Podcasts. You can find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, wherever you get your shows. And with that, Adam, I think it's time to... Should we... I feel bad going to happy hour since I feel like I had an IV of alcohol in my arm. This whole, this, this I mean, I think, you know, trip. this is... Listen. But should we get food? We need to get food because this <laughs> normally we talk about a little bit of pop culture. We have some interviews and then we do a good bitch session. I don't have anything to bitch we about. We just needed I to felt, recap this trip. We really yeah, did. I feel grateful. I feel so inspired blessed and inspired to inspired. have the opportunities and be able to make these connections and just the memories that we'll have forever. I, I haven't even looked at my camera roll yet, but yes, Jason, I think it's time we get some food. So for all of you guys listening, we hope that you enjoyed our BravoCon stories and do us a favor. I've had some people message me and they're like, you want us to rate the podcast? Do we have to pay for that? I'm like, no. The beauty no. of this is it is free. So it's drop us free. a rating. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you love about the podcast because we're here to play with you guys and we're so grateful for you. So thank you. So thank grateful. You. And Love like us, we always say, if you want to be part of the conversation, you want to ask us questions or there's something you want us to talk about, send us an email at info at hotmessypodcast.com. We've received some of them and we do have some of the guests you've requested coming up. So please reach out we love it and we also have a visual youtube youtube.com slash hot messy podcast this episode we're actually gonna put fully up on youtube and maybe a few interviews coming up we're gonna drop as well instead of just clips as well so go ahead and subscribe to us there if you want more information and we will see you guys next week next week bye or guys friday oh friday. yes friday friday just kidding. we love you guys we need to bye everyone bye, bye. guys slots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time <gasps> no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky play for free at luckylandslots.com daily bonuses are waiting no purchase necessary void were prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details